Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this somewhat emergency episode of Talos Takes. Uh, I have Nick Biasini with me, per usual, to talk about the vulnerabilities that Microsoft disclosed in Exchange Server that they are attributing to an APT. Uh, thanks for coming on on such short notice, Nick. Yeah, happy to be here, John. So this all started earlier in the week when Microsoft uh, first disclosed these vulnerabilities. Basically, there was four of them that they said were being exploited in the wild, and they were O days or zero days, uh, however you want to say that. And they were being exploited in the wild, and at the time that they were being exploited, there was no mitigations for them. Of course, that's changed now. But when the news first came out, it, you know, basically like that's what security Twitter and security news has been all about this week. It's kind of shocking on a, a face value type of thing when you read the headlines. But in practice, what does the existence and exploitation of these vulnerabilities mean for users and admins? Well, it's it's tough because Exchange is a very, very widely distributed platform, right? It's one of the most common email platforms that you're going to see, especially in enterprises. Uh, so in, by its nature, it's going to be exposed to the Internet at some level, which makes these vulnerabilities that much worse, right? You have at the time you had unpatched vulnerabilities that were able to be exploited from systems that were reaching the Internet in a lot of places all around the world. If you want to know more about the coverage that we have for these threats so far, we just, uh, we're just we recording this on Thursday, and the episode will be released on Friday. Uh, so today we just released a blog post outlining all the coverage we have for these vulnerabilities to keep users protected. Um, so we have things like snort rules. Uh, there's a Clam AV hash poke. There's stuff for Cisco AMP uh, and basically the whole range of Cisco secure products. But outside of those, like, detection-based coverages that we have that create for most malware and most major vulnerabilities. What are some other good uh, rules that folks can be following if they're afraid that they might be subjected to these types of attacks? You know, is there any good email hygiene practice we can give people? Well, I mean, with this particular one, it's all about patching. You know, you need to install the patches because these systems are critical. They're typically internet facing and there's not a lot that you can do aside from putting those types of inline protections that you just outlined in place. Uh, this is one of those really, really key points where you really need to patch and why patch management is so important. Um, and something that you just said, Nick, it, it kind of got me thinking about another question I have now. It's interesting that we're kind of talking about patching so much, especially, well, I mean, we're always talking about patching. Like that's like one of the biggest things in security, obviously. But we just got done recording a roundtable on solar winds with some of our colleagues earlier this week. We were also talking about the importance of patching. Uh, and solar winds was like the other major thing that happened over the past three months or so. And it's crazy to think about, you know, these huge security stories that have made headlines so far. Uh, in 2021. I'm certainly counting SolarWinds as a part of that. If you're like an admin out there or any sort of a defender, I feel like you've got to feel like the hits just keep coming and can be kind of frustrating mm -hmm. to have to deal with all these, the, the latest attack that seems to be stealing headlines and is the next big thing. If you were to be giving advice to CISO, say, what would you, you know, it might just seem too overwhelming at this point to keep up with everything. So what would your basic advice be when they see all these headlines coming across now? 
Well, the most important thing you can realize is trust the security program that you built. Believe that you have policies in place that will be able to handle this stuff. Hopefully you have done proper risk assessment and you understand the risks that you've accepted and you are aware of it. Uh, is related to solar winds and patching. I would just say make sure you don't get deterred from continuing to patch. Patching is far more important of a of a thing to get done than is worrying about supply chain attacks. You're exposing yourself to a lot more by avoiding patches than you are opening yourself up to supply chain attacks. Yeah, that was something that we uh, talked about with our colleagues was that we don't want people to be afraid to download patches because the next one might be bad. Uh, so it's a good thing that, that you brought that up because that's one of the, you know, patching is obviously a building block that we talk about all the time for security programs. Yeah. And look, the overwhelming, I mean, for every one solar winds, there's going to be tens of thousands of bad things going against vulnerabilities that are being resolved in patches. That's the thing you have to remember. Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for covering this uh, with me real quick, Nick. I greatly appreciate it. And as I said, if you want to learn more about our coverage for this, you can head to the Talos blog. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Talos Takes. Please join us next time where we talk about something else that's top of mind for us. 